Welcome everybody to episode three, season two, Tales from the Core. I'm Mike Frank Francis here with my co-host. Adam Grizzly Gray, nice to see you. And um, he's going to be more like the host today because I honestly have no fucking clue what's going on. I had the feeling he wasn't. He's had a very busy week. I can tell when Frank is stressed and to the max. So I got some questions, and I'll ask him questions. I'll answer my own questions, and I think it'll be enough to fill up the hour. And I think they're good questions that all us devil dogs and veterans will appreciate anyways. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to somebody's gotta do the work around here. <laughs> I had a feeling I was going to have to this time for some reason, which is yeah. okay, man. You're a busy motherfucker. We understand, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you picking it up, man. Um yeah, lots of I mean great things going on, just just busy great things. That's all. So I'm glad that you uh you're squared away for today. So these questions, where 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 do these questions hail from? Well, they hail from pretty much the military. But I yeah. tried to make them not so not so basic and more personal. Like when I ask you this shit, you gotta be real deal holy field. Not that you wouldn't anyways. <laughs> But real deal Holyfield, and I'll I'll ask you it. You tell me hold real deal Holyfield, and I'll tell you mine after. And we just got to be real honest, you know, so the people who are listening be like, yeah, I felt that way. And I like to hear from them. Maybe our next guest or whatever. So that, that if you want to roll like that, I'm down with that, brother. Yeah, man, I'm down. Um, man, I tell you what though, like I wish I don't know if you experience this. I, I imagine you do, but after the podcast or sometime. During the week, I, I just I think it's something or maybe sometimes it's Tuesday or Wednesday after listening to the podcast again. And I'm like, oh, man, this would be great to add in. And then I never fucking do it. Like, I got to start writing that shit down or people will say things. And I'm I like, just started doing that. For the podcast. I just. Yeah, fucking, you know. Yeah, but you got a lot more going on than I do. I, I started doing that, like I'll, I'll come up with something and just write it down on this fucking pad, you know. It does help, though, so we don't have dead air and shit, but you're a busy motherfucker, Frank. I worry about you sometimes. Sometimes you get too busy, man. It affects your health and shit, but I know you you enjoy life, too. You got a lot of pimp shit going on, too. If I wasn't busy, I'd die, dude. Like, it's what keeps me going. Like, Oh, you'd be stuck in your head, like... Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, well, I'm excited, man. I'm... Uh, I'm excited to see what you got for us, and yep, I think you'll like share it. some share some things that I got from uh, got something crazy, but we'll discuss this later. All right. Well, I had to get this out of the way, and I don't know if this is the first. I don't know if this is the actual person you were talking about when we were talking about BJ's. Let's just get this out of the way. This has nothing to do with the military, but um, okay. You said something white, Alexis White, was it with the BJ's? We were talking about BJ's, and you said your favorite person was like, you got to check out fucking something white. Oh. Was it Alexis I, White? Fuck, dude. I don't. I don't. You're talking about this wasn't during the podcast. This was another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just you and me. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, do you, have you seen Alexis White? Mm, In action? I, might have to, I might have to look it up. All right. Well, I was going to say, I was going to, I was going to pop it off and I'm not going to be all funny. And shit. I was going to pop it off though with uh, Alexis White or whoever you think is your best with the BJ or Heather Brooks in her prime. Dude. It's yeah, hard I one. think that you, you got to go with, nah, I mean, Heather Brooks in her prime, right? I mean, she helped anybody me. that she got us. She helped get us through fucking combat. She helped me send my piece of me on the munitions into the enemy for real, like actually. Yeah. Uh, I will never forget. I will never fucking forget. And I'm sure I can probably say his name because, you know, he don't give a fuck. Um, we were coming in to Iraq. We had just landed. Um, we were going somewhere via bus. And I was in the back of that damn bus with you, uh, other, you know, 31s, 41s, 51s, and Godoy. And someone had Heather Brooks up on uh on the on the on the laptop. And we happened to have a a higher up who I won't name. There was <laughs> probably best. There, there was a higher up, and it's gonna be self-explanatory once I say this, but this higher up was sitting on the front of the bus, and Godoy, being Godoy, was just, yeah, Brooks, take that cock. Take that fucking cock, Brooks. And 
it was one of the most memorable moments of my life just because he was tying it together and the people who know are probably laughing their asses off right now like yeah that's 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 Godoy. <laughs> i love that dude man <laughs> uh he was he was something man he was something. Yeah, I, I still love him he came up the main to visit me and shit and i got Hell covid yeah. i got covid dude when he was here Fucking first day, we had a wonderful time. I took him and his wife out, and we ate lobsters at uh, Pepper's Landing. Shot out to Pepper's Landing. And, uh, dude, the next day, dude, I woke up fucking sweating, fucking heat and stuff. And it was the worst time ever in the world, dude. I said, good boy, dude. I feel so fucking bad, dude. You came all the way here, man. And he was very nice. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, he's an EMT and shit like that. So he understood. It was the worst, worst timing in the world, but. He did have a good time the first day. He went to go uh, visit Harpswell uh, along the ocean and uh, the bridge. And we have a famous bridge and stuff, Cobblestone Bridge, but which is interesting because the cobblestone, those, those bridges, dude, they last forever. They're built in a certain way on bricks and they move with the water, you know? Wow. And that's awesome, awesome old school technology. And they still exist to this day. That's pretty rad, right? It is crazy the shit that's old school that like has outlasted the new shit. Like I, I, I think purposely, you know, I mean, think about it from a business standpoint, if you're the government and you want me to build a road, right. Why would I just want to build the road that lasts forever? Right. I want to win that contract. And then when the road needs to be built again, I want to come, Hey, me, you know, they don't, don't want it. They, they want it to, to be destroyed so they can, you know, get, get the money to buy, build another one. Like back in the day, the Tartarians and shit, we won't get into that, but they built shit to fucking last, bro. We, Dude, because yeah. they didn't want to fucking do it again. No you shit. They're smart motherfuckers, man. They're like, this is the worst fucking thing we could possibly be doing. You know, I want to go pop off to Heather Brooks, but no, I'm building this fucking bridge. I don't want to ever do this again. So they built it to last. It, it made sense until like it seems like evil got involved, and you know? I was like, "But dude, the the shit back in the day, like we didn't we didn't build that shit. We fell upon it. Like those buildings, dude, the Tartarians and shit. Those buildings we can't even make today if if we even tried. Especially these buildings today, dude. I mean, back in the day with the Tartarian and shit was supposed to be built with hammer and chisel, dude. It's the most beautifulest, fucking tallest, fucking building that looks like it's straight out of heaven. The most articulate shit with like angels coming out of it and shit like out of chisel and hammer you know what i mean i'm real interested in that type of shit yeah that's cool shit man let's get back to um, heather brooks and blowjobs i do want to since you talked i had one more thing about godoy man this and i'll never forget this either mm-hmm. um it was the second ap hill which was the only one i ever went on you remember that motherfucker had i, I don't was it what his was it his wife at the time but she brought him, she came down from New Jersey and brought him White Castle while we were in the field. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I remember her. But I don't remember that. Dude. <laughs> well, I you mean, must I fucking, like, thank you. Fuck like that. Thank you. White Castle like, Burger. Only Godoy, dude. Only Godoy, when we're in <laughs> Virginia, could get motherfucking White Castle delivered from New Jersey while we're out in the middle of a fucking field op. Like, that was one of probably the greatest feats of accomplishments I ever witnessed in the Marine Corps. That's what I loved about the kid, man. Like he would, like I'm kind of a shocking dude. No one knows what I'm going to say next. He was that for me, and uh, that's how we clicked. <laughs> Actually, dude, real no story, no shit. And this sounds weird, but I, I remember exactly, man. Like I was walking past his barracks. He was like up on his up on his second bunk, and I said, "Hey, what's up, man?" I didn't really know him. And all of a sudden, and not to get back in the feet thing, I, I was like, I don't know how we got in the feet thing. I was like, dude, I've I've had stinky feet all my life. I said, my cousin's got stinky feet. My fucking mom's got stinky feet and those stinky feet all the time. He's like, dude, I do too. And that's how our friendship began. That's no bullshit. <clears throat> uh, I was going to say more, but it's more personal for him. I won't get into that. Like he has some yeah. stuff from Respect. the war and stuff. Respectable. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Alexis White or whoever you think the good one is. Oh, you. So it is Heather Brooks in her prime. Yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's something about her. I. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, ready for the questions? Let's go. All right, man. Now let's think of this seriously, okay? Now, I know I did. Did you think the pain was over when you graduated boot camp? Like I did it. I did it. Even though you didn't have a job yet. You didn't have a job. You didn't have an MOS yet. 
Yeah, man. That's dude. That's a fucking great question, man. I know, man. That's a, yeah, that's a really good question. I thought um, I was good and good as gravy, right? <laughs> right. So, so absolutely yes. Like a hundred percent yes. Because <laughs> I've told people that you know, in hindsight, looking back, boot camp was like the fucking easiest part. That's yes, easy. Man. Yes, man. It was all the drilling. You know, maybe a few hazings and drilling. You know. Yeah. I, I, my mom came to visit yeah my mom came to we're doing that march and shit i'm like i did it ma i'm a u.s marine little did i know man i went back to soi and soi destroyed my ass up and sideways and up and down bro well it's because you you started off with camp guard right you motherfucking right i motherfucking did yeah i dude. wish it didn't but yeah dude i remember Fuck i remember man. flying back from leave from boot leave and you know you the layovers like in Charlotte or some shit, right? So then you get with all these other little motherfuckers that are flying to Jacksonville, yeah. and you know there was chicks, chick Marines, and we're all on this plane. We're talking about, yeah, man, well, let's go to the let's go to a hotel. Let's you know let's drink. Let's have a good time before reporting in tomorrow, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting next to this this little dude like in his alphas, looking like a fucking nerd, and <laughs> and he's like. He dude, he like he was like, don't do it, man. And I'm like, who the fuck, dude? Like you're the same as me. You're like some fucking private or looking nerd ass wearing your alphas on a plane. And he's like, dude, I've heard stories. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you've heard stories? And he's like, the people that get there last that there's not room for, they get sent to this place called Camp Guard. Yeah, and I'm like camp guard. That don't sound that don't sound bad, right? Like that's you know yeah. guarding a camp. So, so he he was one of those people, and he was like it was so bad, right? That he was able to reach out to his recruiter and get to go home for 30 days for like recruiter's assistance. Yeah. He's like, I've seen things, man. I had to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, I've seen things, man. He must have had you don't like a know brother the things or I've seen, right? Well. I mean, to speak of camp guard, uh, I don't think I've mentioned them on the podcast, but anyways, it's worth it. Here I am with my piss cover and fucking my bravos and shit. Fucking like, you know, where the fuck am I going? You know, we showed up at camp guard and there's a bunch of just a bunch of Marines, dude, in line looking at us, expecting us. They were expecting us to show up and they're like, you got fucked. And they like mooned us and shit. We're like, really? What? Yeah. No, no bullshit. Wow. And immediately I'm like, this is not cool at all. <laughs> and and it wasn't cool. And I will tell you though, and this is an experience most people wouldn't ever experience, especially me from Maine and shit. A, a, his name was Lighter. His name was Lighter, L-I-D-E-R. He was a Russian, straight up Russian. He knew like the, what is it called? The AKG? What's those Russian mafia shits? Oh. The name? No, no, the, the gang, uh, the EKG. You know, the Russian oh, gang. Anyways, know. he knew KGB, them. KGB. KGB, motherfucker. Thank yeah. you, Janine. <laughs> Thank you, Janine. And, uh, yeah, he, he knew them shits. And he, so me and Lighter were on camp guard. Could have been three in the morning. Could have been six in the morning. Could have been three in the morning. Two in the morning. It didn't matter. We're just walking around in circles, fucking with our fucking moonbeam, you know, our canteen. And me and Lighter do this. So interesting, actually, for me because – I was getting in-depth, this manor here was getting in-depth detail of how the KGB fucking uh, blows up cars and Molotov cocktails and shit like that. And after a while, I'm like, should this guy be going in the Marine Corps and shit? And after a while, people started calling him traitor and shit, but that's way, way after. But uh, yeah, it was just me and Lighter walking around, dude. And uh, I made really good, really good friends with him. And if you listen, Lighter, hey, mad respect, but I have nothing against gay people, okay, but I'm not gay. So after a while, because because Russians and like Europeans and shit like that, they have a whole different thing. You know, they're just more loosey goosey with uh, their sexuality and shit. So I got really good friends with him because I'm the only one that was talking to him. He was the only one that was talking to me on camp guard, you know, so we obviously had to become fucking friendly. And then after a while, when camp guard ended and we went to SOI together, he was getting like real close to me, like closer than Adam is used to. You know what I mean? Like. I'd be opening my locker and like trying to do some shit, and he'd be standing right there. I'm like, "Hey, what's you know, what's up, lighter?" <laughs> and he talking, you know, he's like, what? and then after, and then after a while, he's like, "Adam, he's like, I noticed, I noticed you've been acting different towards me." I'm like, 
to tell you the truth, yeah, man. He's like, why? Why is that? I'm like, because it seems like you're coming on to me in in a way, and I'm not down with that. He's like, I understand that. He's like, we're different from where I'm from, and he's like, he's like, come to my locker. I don't know if I'm doing the accent right, but he's like, come to my locker, and he opened up his locker. And there's pictures of him all down the locker with him and, like, hot bitches, man, up the ass. I was like, okay, all right, all right, you know. But he could both swing both ways. I don't know. But we kind of lost our friendship, not not because of – it was because it was SOI and we kind of just yeah. split naturally. Yeah. You know? Dude, one of my, like, the dude I was, like, closest with in S like, in the Marine Corps was during SOI. And, yeah, he, he's, you know, like, that didn't fucking last. Um and since we're giving shout outs to random people, I shout out that little nerd that was sitting next to me because I listened to him and he, like I took a taxi with him to Camp Geiger at like 10 p.m. at night. And some dude was like, yeah, go in there and sleep. And it was just a fucking, you know, it was a squad bay. And dude, I was like scared as fuck. <laughs> right. There's all these dudes. And I, just, like, find a, I find a little bed and I sl- I'm like, try- I don't even think I slept that night. But I got not. accepted. I got accepted because I didn't go party. And those people that went and partied, they got camp, they got camp guard. So shout out to the little nerd Marine that I flew in around like June 3rd, 2003. Mad respect. With that said, this is a perfect time for the next, um, next question. Actually. Um, it, it hit me right off the bat. I mean, even though I was late to fucking boot camp, not my fucking fault, but (laughs) was, was, was joining the military or whenever it happened to you in the military, was that your first time really, I mean, really experiencing uh, sleep deprivation? Dude, that was my first time experiencing a lot of shit. Like, to sleep. include sleep. Like, I'd never flown before. I don't, oh, no I get, you, you had, right? Because, like, you went to Colorado and shit? Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, we drove talk, there, but, yeah. When people talk about airports pre-9-11, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, but... Yeah, apparently, like, just everybody could go to the gate. There was no TSA check. Like, I never fucking experienced that. So my first ever time flying was going to boot camp and, yeah, sleep deprivation, all that shit, man. So what was it the first time you've – so it was the first time you've ever experienced severe sleep deprivation? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so mine was definitely too. And mine was fucked up. Like I said, we – when we got there, I was late and shit, and they were waiting for the other people to come in. And it took like four days, dude. And we weren't allowed to sleep, dude. I mean, we would try, but we were so worried because we didn't know what this fucking society was. We don't know what we joined. We don't know if someone would kick our ass if we fell asleep. Yeah. It was so bad, dude, that I was hearing things and seeing things. And then when it was like food time, they would give us this little tiny lunch bag and throw it us. It had a hard-boiled egg. Dude, the hard-boiled like, egg. A piece of salary or some shit, you know. Yeah, and you're so, so hungry that you're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> dude. I remember that the little the little bags. You know, since you brought up boot camp, um, Corporal Sylvester. I remember him. He's my friend on Facebook. Dude, you know what's weird is he wasn't my friend on Facebook, but that's probably because you know a couple of years ago my shit got deleted, and then I sent out. Rec- and I lost touch with a lot of people. Um, but I, I've, have you noticed that he likes every single thing about tales from the core? Yeah, I do. I, I did notice that I was about to have bring you talked to him. No, no. Cause I always felt weird about him. Like he was such an angry motherfucker. He was close with Darnell and shit, but yeah, I, I wasn't that kind of guy with him. So I'm really happy that he likes our shit, you know, dude. Yeah. Like I'm always seeing like Michael Sylvester, Michael Sylvester. And finally I'm like, and then like I just figured we were friends because he was always liking the shit. And I think I went to go just see how he was doing and check out his page and stuff. And I noticed we weren't friends. So, you know, I sent the request. He accepted it. I always liked the dude. Um, and as funny as I remember when he got to 3-6, <laughs> Lybrook was like, Lybrook. So Lybrook was in the same boot camp as me. Like I was 2042. And I think Lybrook was like 2040, 2041. Provost was there. Gramlich was there. Like a lot, a lot of us went through the same, you know, golf company. And uh, Lybrook comes up to me. He's like, dude, Francis, like you can't fucking say a word. But Sylvester was my receiving DI. Like when I got to Paris Island. And I was like, oh, that's fucking amazing. And I went over. I was like, yo, Corporal Sylvester, check this out. Like literally the second Lybrook told me, I went and told him. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not gonna the best idea. Him. Yeah, of course I'm gonna tell him. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> but like, I'm, I guess he's listening, man. And dude, I always, I hope you've been well, man. I always thought you were a cool dude. Um, he was just like to me, you know, he was just like he was that straight up, you know, treated everybody. You know, it's like the scene from whenever uh, the Full Metal Jacket when he's like, "I hate you all equally." Right, that was Sylvester. He fucking hated us all equally. I know, you know? equally, yeah. Except Arnell, they had a little thing, and it was, I thought that was—I was actually jealous. I'm like, how the fuck did you get into Sylvester's shit? Hey, uh, Sylvester, I'm glad you're enjoying the uh, podcast. And like uh, Frank said, you just seemed like a. D- it was just cool. Like you were a DI kind of like militant marine the entire entire time, dude. Devil dog to the core, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. For real, that, for real. He, He's that dude you'd see like on a fucking poster or some shit, you know? I was and, afraid you know, to talk he, to him. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, it probably, he probably just didn't want anybody to talk to him. So <laughs> he's like, I'll solve for that. He's just a tough ass motherfucker. Yeah. He was a cool dude, man. Yeah, I, we I, love you, you know, Sylvester, man. Yeah, dude, for sure. Uh, we ready for the next? Yeah. Let's All keep right, rolling. I like this. This is fun. It is kind of fun. This is we should do this like every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got good ideas sometimes. Uh hold on. Um we already did the Alexis blowjob thing. Uh let me see here. Um, um hold on. Uh oh yeah. Seriously, how did it feel? I know it was my first time. How did it feel when we got to Iraq, especially to realize and experience not showering for months? Real talk. That was weird for me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, I hadn't really ever given it much thought, you know? You just lived yeah. dirty before that, so you're cool. <laughs> right. right. I didn't fucking ever. I never showered when we had showers, so. I was a cleanly-ass motherfucker, dude. <laughs> dude, you I know have... what? What? Like, not that I was a dirty, because I don't think I was a dirty motherfucker. Like, I mean, you know, reach out to me and tell me if you thought I was a sne- stinky guy or something. Whatever but, you say. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I always showered after PT. You know, that was a that was a must. But, dude, I, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or what, but I'm like a cleanly mother. Like, I'm like almost excessively cleanly now. My fucking house, vehicles. Really? Dude, like. I can't sleep if I don't have my shower before bed. And even down to like, I put on deodorant after I get out of the shower and there's been times where I get into bed, I'm just tossing and turning and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I can't sleep. And then I'm like, I didn't put on deodorant and I get up, I go put on the deodorant and like, I'm able to go to sleep, but I've gotten almost like compulsively like hygienic. OCD kind of right. Almost, yeah. Like I don't like touching people's fucking hands. You know, I don't. I don't. I I don't like shaking hands. Um, Doors. If I go to a restaurant, wash my hands, and I get a little paper. I a fuck you if you don't have a paper towel in your restaurant. But I take the paper towel, I dry off my hand, and I use the paper towel to grab the handle, and I'll pull it open, use my foot, throw it in the trash. Like I don't want to touch handles. You should really hang out with Howie Mandel, man. That's dude. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever do you ever see that one <laughs> on on Howard Stern where the guy like was whipping out his dick and shit and uh Howard uh Howie Mandel was like the next next guest on and Howie Mandel couldn't open the door to get in the Stern's because he's like I'm not going to touch that door. And he's like they're like why? He's like the dude was slapping his dick off of it. Like he can't, you know. So you're almost on that level, man. Does that drive you crazy cuz I I have Weird shit, but a different way than you do. Does that drive you fucking nuts? It's frustrating and tiring. It frustrates me that like I feel controlled by it. Yeah, that's what are. frustrates me. Yeah. Yep. If I don't do something, you know, and I'm getting these things more and more and more. Like when I get out of the when I get out of the pool, man, I can't just sit around. Like even if we're hanging out, we have a barbecue or something, and people are just sitting around. I've got to go change shorts. I cannot sit in a wet pair of swim trunks. I can't, I just can't sit in, and I can't stand for my whole body to be wet and my hair be dry. I hate water, period. Like, 
And then it's gotten so bad that like I can't stand to see somebody else like in water and their hair be dry. But that's I'm like that's interesting, dude. So you don't if, like being soaking wet, but your hair be dry. If I'm wet, my hair has to be wet. <laughs> Fuck, it has to be, man. That's like I can't stand having dry hair if I'm the rest of me is wet. That's then it like bothers me to see somebody else that's like in the pool and have this dry head of hair. Like that shit needs to be wet. Do you ask them, be like, can you take a quick dip just so I can survive today? I need you to go underwater for a second. <laughs> just for a second. Uh, yeah, let me, I'll explain mine. Uh, so I was not thrilled about that at all. Because when we went there, these guys like, you're not going to shower forever. They're like, we haven't showered in six months and shit. Like that was before we got the Euphrates River tit bags. Yeah. Like, shower, you know, yeah. getting, getting electrocuted while showering and shit. And I was not thrilled with that. But what I did notice is, which is very interesting, I think, and then hear me out, I think we shower, like, I have a lot to talk about this. I'll try to make it as quick as possible. So after a while, dude, after like the first month of hating my body and just didn't want to touch my dick because my hands were so dirty and shit, like, I just felt like a gross piece of shit. After a while, I adapted, and it almost was like your body kind of just, like, you know, back in the caveman days, it, like, I felt normal. Like, I didn't need a shower. I just felt normal. And let me tell you, two more things. So now in my life now, I used to be that OCD guy. I still have OCD and other things, but, dude, I shower, like, every three to four days now, and if I, I still use baby wipes and stuff. And I looked this up, and, like, not that movie stars mean anything, but, like, Matthew McConaughey and shit, they – you know, just a baby wipe, you know, just a baby wipe. Because check it out. Here's my final thing. There's an experiment because, you know, there's tons of it's not a it's conspiracy it's conspiracy theory. Do you know there's tons of motherfucking chlorine in the water, right? Yes. Like I city water that. and shit. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They, yeah. They did this experiment, dude, where they put a slice of an apple in half and put it in two glasses. I might get this wrong, but it's going to be pretty much in chlorine and for a few minutes in because the apple has pores in it and the apple soaked a lot of that chlorine in. So now mm-hmm. I'm take, uh, you know, if I do take a shower, I'm afraid of being in there long at all. I take military showers, dude. I'm in and fucking out. I don't even use, and this is real deal. And like, uh, Adam Carolla does this too. I don't use soap anymore. I just use really hot water and then I'll use cold water at the end to close my pores up. Hey, and I still look pretty good for 43. You know what I'm saying? But that's where I'm at. So yeah, showers, I don't like water anymore either. I just don't like getting wet. I don't like the whole process. Even though it does feel better when you fucking dry off and all that, you feel like a new man shit, but that's where I'm at. So that was a pretty good question, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because especially making like reflect on like the pigsty motherfuckers that we used to be. And then, you know, maybe that's why I am the way I am now. You know, it's just because we probably were, is. We, were, we lived in filth and had no option, you know? No option at all. But the doggone Marines got to shave. We got to we got to time out this war so the Marines can fucking shave their daggone faces. <laughs> that motherfucker, dude. If you're listening, everybody else is cool. Fuck you, though. Wait a second. Say that one more time. Which part? The uh, shave your faces. Just real quick. Yeah. Shave your daggone faces. Oh, to relate to that, dude. No fucking joke, dude. On our way to fucking uh gannon they this is no bullshit they closed that they shut the whole convoy down so us could fucking shave and look pretty before we showed up there they closed a convoy of military vehicles down so we can shave and look proper yeah you know how it is when we leave we gotta look make the place look fucking awesome same kind of thing i thought that was like now i'm like okay this is just a fucking circus with no tent up on it at all yeah (laughs) There was no tent upon that man's fucking circus, dude. <laughs> it was long gone. I'm like, okay, this is just a joke. All right. I'm probably going to die here and fucking, I'll probably shave as I'm getting shot at. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. No tent, you know. You're bleeding out. You better be shaving. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> so, all right. On to the next. We're, we're doing, we're on, we're on point here. Okay. So, here's a good one. Uh, I'll let you go first and I'll do mine answer. So, Oh my god, I got more I just remembered. Just re- hey, remind me so I don't forget. Well, no. Can you say the one first that you just remembered and then come back to the uh, one uh, written down? All right, all right, all right. So, I asked him if I can bring it up. And I said, I won't 
This is fucking good. I said, I won't bring up your name no matter what. Doesn't matter what his name is anyway. Let's just say he was close to me in our military, okay? Yeah. So he works at a very fucking prestigious sorority college, okay? And he was walking along, like, on his speakerphone, listening to our podcast. And he, this group of girls walked past him. He had me on speakerphone saying, I like uh, woman's feet and hot woman's buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, dude, do you think I should calm it down? He's like, no, keep going, dude. They love it. He loves it. And let's just say he's very close to a, I'll say it, a fucking soul collector. The guy's being a bitch right now. But anyways, <laughs> I don't give a fuck right now. He's being an asshole. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I haven't heard from him. I don't want to hear from him. Anyways, uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. They're just like, what the fuck? They got my voice out there. <laughs> women's feet, women's bottles. I thought it was funny. That'd be great if they're like, what's that guy's number? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I have good feet and I have a wonderful permed starfish, like Janine says. And I'm proud of you, Janine, for having a nice permed starfish. <clears throat> All women should should have that. My my I shouldn't say this. Um, but it's funny. My she won't listen. My wifeish, and her mother has a. Let me just. These people I know that were close to me, uh, had uh, hemorrhoids, but they were permanent hemorrhoids, and I Ooh. called them. I called them permaroids, and yeah. I thought that was funny and shit. And yeah. this person, this person's mother, actually had them tied up, and the grapes dropped off eventually when they died. What the yeah. fuck I, is that? I didn't even know that's a real thing. Oh, it is. And like, you might vacuum them up by mistake. Like, oh, I just, you know, yeah, the grapes fall off. But um, my, uh, the person I know hasn't gone to that stage yet. And uh, that's probably why she, uh, this person back in the day wouldn't let me put it in her bottle. The, yeah. The two people wouldn't let me put it in their bottle. And I've been some ladies, man. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're getting, we're getting grimy early. I knew this would happen. <clears throat> we made it 32 minutes. <laughs> Oh, no shit. <laughs> We're never going to get through these, but these are good so far, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Here's another one, okay? This is a real one for me, dude. Real one. So the culture shock and conformity and settling in. So when we first got there, either Afghanistan, probably Afghanistan because our first kind of, you know, and getting into our hooch and realizing there's your cot, here's my day pack, here's my bag. And having it settle in, like, this is my motherfucking home, dude, For and I may never leave this place at all. That hit me hard as shit. How did that affect you? For real. Dude, you know, it's weird is I remember, you know, because I went on that, like, 60-day deployment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was wild, man. Um, I remember landing in Kabul because we landed in the capital because we went to the embassy. And dude, that was yeah, that was a shocking as fuck moment. Shocking as fuck. And yeah, like I don't really remember getting back into Afghanistan the second time. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember coming in. I remember leaving. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> but I don't really remember getting there. And but yeah, the first time I went, man, and then like leaving the airport like the secured airport of Kabul. And we were in these little, like, you know, like those Mercedes sprinter vans. Yeah. Had the windows and shit, which I was, dude, talk about shock. You know, we're like, oh, we're going to this fucking haven of terrorism. Yeah. Controlled by the Taliban and all these motherfucking Osama's boys. And do we, we get into this big up armored Humvee or seven ton. No, we get into this goddamn fucking little white, no armor having, fucking like mercedes sprinter van and they're like just point out the back window point your rifles at them to keep them away from us easy peasy it was like we're like show up in a fucking clown car like you kidding me this is (laughs) is the jingles hanging off it yeah (laughs) might as well so yeah it was it was was crazy so my answer to that uh especially iraq especially iraq because iraq was much more fucking you know combat and shit so when I went in there, I sat down on my cot and shit, and I'm like, it turned me actually, it almost seems like I turned into a man at that moment. I'm like, I'm going to have to do everything on myself just to get back. Like, 
No one's going to help me do it. You know, I have to get back no matter which way, form or whatever. Okay. I had a girl back that I was like banging and shit. I wasn't too close to her. And, uh, I know you're going to know what I'm talking about, my friend. And I understand why you did it. I totally do. Um, you know, he was, he was, he got, he got married and, uh, I cannot, as soon as he got there immediately, he was like, no, I can't do this. And I totally understood what he was feeling. I didn't have those ties, so I could muscle through it, but he just couldn't do it. So, um, you know, he, he left, he left, he, he had to leave. And I, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> that, that was totally fine with me. Cause I almost did the same shit myself. You had a better excuse than me. I was trying to be like, I miss my daddy. You know, it wouldn't have worked, but I, I don't hold 40, any. Was he a 41? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no shame in the game. And I'm also uh, happy you're enjoying our podcast, dude. Very much. Yeah. Much love to you also. And uh, since Grandma's just put, Grandma's and I just put me on a, put me on a, <laughs> the female silent treatment. Uh, tell him uh, I still love him in a way, but I'm pissed at him. All right. Tell him that for me. All right. <clears throat> so that was a good question. Let's see what I got here. Oh, okay. Okay. So, fog of war. Now, the fog of war, I mean, when I think of fog of war, I mean, they told us that in boot camp when they're smashing the pans and everything, you know, spilling your stuff all over the place, like, you know. And I was asking you, like, with either Steel Curtain or um, Iron Fist, um, the fog of war, or maybe when, like, when Hader got his foot blown off and stuff like that, how... How did it affect you? And also, I think probably you were able to pull it together because of our training in muscle memory. That's where it snaps in, right? That's what saved us, right? Yeah. So I always talk to people, you know, people talk about the term second nature. Yeah. So I always tell people, you know, we were trained to the point where shit was first nature. And I'm trying to remember who I was talking to. It might have been it might have been Jake when we were out in Vegas or something, but I was explaining it to maybe the guys. We we're just hanging out talking. And I said something about, you know, it, it was first. It wasn't even fucking second nature. It was first nature. And they were like, dude, that's exactly how I explain like what fighting has to be like, right? It has to be, has to be first nature, right? And that's what I think, man. Um I never heard that before. All... I thought it was second nature. Well, it is second nature. Okay. But I'm saying like, we are, it's more for us, you know, because like you think second nature is second. And no, for us, it was first nature. Yeah, it makes us first nature. Yes. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, fucking, you know, we could probably shoot rifles better than we like cook an egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like we're in civilian world, it's kind of second nature. We're like, we got to, we got to pretend we're not those killer machines, you know? <laughs> Someone yeah. spills a drink on your wife. You're like, oh, do it. And shoot him in the face. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's extreme, but. <clears throat> Um, hold on. Let me, Adam Gray brain. Um, that's the challenge. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, specific memory that is important to me really, because I remember in boot camp we were trying, we were doing these drills so many times with our rifle and yeah. we were slapping it on our arm, slapping it on our arm, dude. So many times our arm would be swollen and shit. And I understand why now. I dude, I was so fucking miserable. I'm just like, kill me now. You know what I mean? And they would make like slap it. We want to hear that slap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and then not only that, dude. And this is interesting, probably for people who don't know this. Do you remember like body hardening? Yes, I do. Yes, kicking each other in the leg a thousand fucking times and shit like that. The inside of the fucking thigh. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what's interesting? Uh, no, no bullshit. Like I like fitness and stuff like that, but and a lot of people don't do that in the civilian world. And this sounds fucking fucked up, but I swear to God, this is fucking true. I slap my arms, slap my face, slap my muscles all the time, like really painfully. So, just because I think it's it's hardening me. You know, the older I get, like it's it's hardening me. You know, I've been feeling real good lately too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it up. Uh, and just to tell you the truth, I slap my face and slap my muscles, and that's just a fucking fact of the matter. <laughs> psychotic as i am i guess but i i i think it's like the end of the world and shit like i'm always war ready especially these days for reals man fucking especially after like last week up there in fucking maine you know like yeah no shit yeah that was some crazy shit 
know what's fucked up about that though? Like, it's it's like the news says eight people killed, sixty injured. Then it was like fifteen people killed, four injured. Then it's like twenty two killed, seventy injured. It's like newscasters. Fucking get the shit right, man. This is like after the event happened. I mean, what the fuck are they doing? Then I start thinking, and don't, don't, don't everyone jump to conclusions when I say this, okay? At all. But I have my questions about the Las Vegas shooting and shit like that, uh, especially about the Boston bombings and shit. Like they got crisis actors and shit, and I still haven't heard one person tell me of someone they knew. And I know a lot of people up there. My grandma lives there, man. It's like. Anyways, that's as far as I'll go with that, but I'm still, you know, got question marks bouncing off my bone into my brain housing group. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah. Like, were the bodies just laying all over the place? You know, I, I should lay low and this is still fresh. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, you know, obviously I'm a good person. I've dealt with death and I, you know, I feel bad for the families, which are plenty of them. And uh, don't take this the wrong way. It's just, it's just something I'm thinking about, but obviously when people lose their lives, I'm very sympathetic to that for no joke. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember uh, Kimball? Yeah, man. Oh my God, Kimball, that, he was a maniac to me, dude. Was he? <laughs> yeah, dude, that fucking evil bastard. I mean, he's all right, but he was he was mean <laughs> to me. He was mean to me, man. Dude, I think he was just one of those NCOs also that, you know... They they came from a time of like hazing boots. Yeah, right. You're right. Like exactly. You just, he was, you remember, picture perfect. Do you remember, do you remember motherfucking Felix? It was always Felix, dude. Felix Barba. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was talking to somebody about him, and it's funny as they were like, he was probably that way because he got picked on for real. I guarantee it. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. He just yeah, you know man. what? Like I'm like no shit. Yeah, it makes sense, right? They all probably just made fun of him all the time. And then he was like, finally, he was like, ooh, new Marines. Like, I can, you know, because he always was trying to be funny. He wasn't funny. No, he wasn't. stupid. And I remember, do you, you you didn't have a a car till a little bit later on, but I had a car. And I remember you couldn't, they, they would yell at you if you tried to park in the front row. They're like, if you're still paying on your GI bill, you better not be parking in that fucking front row. And it was always him. It was always him, that big, stupid, loud fuck. Yeah. And you know what? Now that you said that, I feel much better about what I want to say next. Proceed, my friend. I didn't really, I didn't really dislike him when we were in the Marine Corps. But I man, did. I'm telling you, like I didn't like him, but I didn't dislike him. You I was kind of impartial. Yeah. Um but dude, when that motherfucker called me a racist because he's a big fucking idiot from that Facebook post, yeah, I have nothing for him. I'll shit so talk he, him all fucking day now, you know? Does he listen to us? Probably not. But right, so- Kimball, Kimball listened. And dude, this motherfucker, wow. he like wrote me a book, dude. Like, you know, it's funny. He's like, the way I what remember. What did he say? I'm so interested. Like, he as long as like tech. He said us 31s had a chill-ass PT session, and then hung out in Ski's bedroom afterwards. He was talking about the morning of 9-11. And it's funny, as I messaged him back, I was like, of course you guys had a chill-ass PT section. <laughs> like, fucking the 31s were always doing shit like that. But he said, keep it going, man. Proud of you guys. You guys got something real going on. Um, I feel like I could speak for so many Marines when I say y'all got something really special. You guys are impressive. Um, and yeah, dude, like I... I, you know, I was never close to him because he was one of those senior guys that didn't, yeah. you know, he wasn't cool. There's no with chance. Us. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's a cool dude. He's a dude we served with. And, uh, yeah. I'm, dude, that's, that's crazy that he's listening to, you know? So, yeah. Hey, check it out. Uh, hey, Kimball, I don't know if you remember this. And I'm not talking shit. And we, we, he, Frank pretty much explained it. But, uh, just a memorable, a funny, memorable memory. I don't know if you can put those two together, but it's when we were doing training on a ship and we had to paint our faces for some reason in military paint or some shit. And I painted my eyes like black around my eyes. And he's like, get the fuck over here. I'm like, Oh shit. You know, he's like, you look like a fucking raccoon. Like (laughs) give give me the, give me the junk, you know? 
So I apologize for that in advance. But, uh, yeah, you were a hardcore Marine. Nothing bad to say about you, bro. You were like a hardcore hunt. I think you like hunting. He's one of those alpha Marines, which which is dying out these days. But uh, I respect you either way, and I, I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast. Hey, but he's Felix. Awesome. <laughs> Felix, yeah. You, what, have you got a Felix story? All right. <clears throat> I'm going to go Felix for a minute. And I might get some flack for this shit. I might stop myself. But for one... Do you, <laughs> I hated him because, you know, he hazed us because he got hazed. Do you remember when he got stabbed in the ass? Yes, that's what I thought you were going with. <laughs> okay, he got stabbed in the ass, which I was so happy about for some fucking reason. But Me too. I was like, that's that's awesome. You know? It was awesome. <laughs> that's, but, that's amazing. Now, I'm going to say something. I shouldn't say this. I don't know if I even should. Now, my cousin... Who I love very, very, very much. No, He's don't one... say it. I know what you're gonna say. All right, I won't yeah. say. It. I won't say. It. But you know what I mean. We've talked. Yep. All right, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I shouldn't say. It. You're right. Thank you for yeah. stopping me, dude. Not All up. Right. <laughs> Not up. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. right. Thank you for that, dude. You did stop me because I was gonna. Okay, that's it. All right. Next yeah. question. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I'm glad you fucking stopped me on that shit. It is I'm funny good. though, because you told me that story before. So yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm Felix Barber. Anyways. <laughs> just just the Dude, name itself. What, right. What are they what do they like a lot? They like there's something they all like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched a comedian. He was like, they all like something and tits. Like fuck. I can tell you everything they fucking like, man. I mean, I grew up. He's like, like they, they all like something and tits. And but no, you nailed tits. you you nailed the voice. I'm yeah. Felix Barbara. Hey, like what are you guys doing over there? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Felix. Hey, they make fun of me too. They make fun of Frank. Hey, all right. I don't know. Anyways, good to go. You're a good Marine. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> Hold on. Let's let's see. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, first of all. I talked with Eunice for a long time last night. I love talking to that dude. We've already been to that, but we talked for a couple hours last night. And he's he's actually one that gave me a lot of these ideas uh, for these uh, questions. Hell yeah. Yeah, and he's a great one to do it. So um, dealing and having to really deal with people you either hate or might not like having to make them part of your family because you have no choice and to become eventually a well-oiled machine together. I don't know if that's a question, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a statement you give me, like, how we, how we, like, I didn't like a lot of the motherfuckers either. We, a lot of us, you know, we were with this and that all around the world, you know, and we had to eventually fucking bury the hatchet and be like, we are going to save each other and bury the hatchet. And we, we did eventually become a well-oiled machine. I got one more thing to add to that after, after your response. Yeah, so it's funny on that note because I was literally just thinking about you know, I'm sure like if I ran into Felix or somewhere, man, like I definitely sit up and like, you know, what's up, man? Talk to him, um, you know, because like yeah, like you said, like what what we have kind of supersedes the petty stuff, right? Yeah. But if you're talking about specifically like relationships outside of, I mean, listen, man, I'm a, yeah, I'm kind of like fuck everybody, you know. Well, like, I'm not talking about outside. I'm talking about outside. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, like how we had to adapt no matter what. We had no choice in the matter. Is what I mean. So my understanding that like part of it starts, it starts at boot camp, right? So yeah. the reason that they are such dicks from day one is because what's the quickest way to unite a group of people that have nothing in common? Is you give them something in common, and that common factor is hating all of you. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe like, I don't know if Bally would want to talk about it or even Sylvester sometime. Just talk about um, what they're taught in DI school, right? Because I could be completely off base here, but I, I think do you are on believe, base, though. I think I am. I think I am. Because that's how, and then just boom, you're all united instantly. So I'm trying to think if there was somebody that I ever had beef with that... I had to bury the hatchet to to move. You know, all the I love the fifty ones to death, man. Like all my boys, just awesome motherfuckers. You were lucky. Um, so all I, you actually. guys, all you guys, man. Chill. You know, like 
Bartlett, Silvernail, fucking even like Pritchard, Ramsey, Jones, Foot, dude. Like, I can't name a 41 I didn't like. And then, I mean, even the 31s, like once, you know, once those senior guys got out, you know, like Toodle, Danny Smith, fucking uh, Thumbhead. Like, dude, I can't really think a dude that was in our platoon that I didn't fucking like. Yeah, I agree. When we went to, when we went to Bally's retirement, Ruble, we can talk about him in like fucking few minutes, but he was standing there and there was majors and colonel, like all these fucking dudes just hanging out at Bally's house after the retirement. And he was telling the story about our platoon when he, when he inherited us after Afghanistan. He's like, it was just a bunch of fucking Lance corporals. (laughs) He's like, there wasn't a single fucking corporal amongst them. And we felt pretty he's awkward. Like, they, he's like, they were like the best platoon I ever had. Yeah. And we were, dude. We were pretty fucking awesome. We were a good fucking platoon. There's no doubting that at all. Like you said, dude, like I liked almost everyone. And yeah, and uh I'll add one more thing if you don't mind. Cause I what's our time right now? We got like nine minutes. Okay, I'll I'll fit this in real quick because it it, it 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 goes with this really well. So some some guy I'll even I'll even say his name I don't care I'll take it because I hope he's alive and I hope he's well. Um, Turner, okay, Turner. If you're White, listening, White I, Turner, M- Mortiman Turner, Turner Mortiman. I don't know his first name. Okay, all right. I don't so know his name either. Yeah. So Turner, he was a little different. And if you're listening, Turner, I love you and I still think about you. So I hope you're doing well. But Turner, when UA. And we all went to Iraq and he was UA and we were all fucking, you know, going to war and we were just so like you motherfucker type of shit. Right. And he came back, you know, with his tail between his legs and shit. And I remember the person I was talking about on, on the campus, he's the one who mentioned it. And I agreed with him. He said, Turner crawled his way back into our hearts. He, he, he pulled his weight and proved to us, that he was, you know, not a piece of shit. You know, he made a mistake, but he fixed that mistake. And he did, did he go to Iraq. Yeah, that's where he went. UA, I believe. If not, I'm sorry, but I think it was Iraq. But did Almost he went to Iraq? He went yeah, to Iraq he, with us. Well, he, he was UA. He showed up late. Okay. We went okay. without him. He was UA. Dude, I forgot that, all about that until you. That's crazy. Just the shit you fucking forget, man. Could you imagine the way? I mean, he did do wrong, but I, uh, could you imagine the way he was feeling, like having to walk into our no. house, dude? After, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. I stayed gone, bro. Like, no, no, I know. Like, honestly, that kind of takes some balls. Like, no, it does. And then see, that also showed me some of his character, man. We all fuck up in life sometimes. And he went right into that hell's kitchen, man. And uh, he went through months of bullshit. Believe me, I gave him plenty of bullshit, dude. But like I guess the guy from the sorority dude, he's like he kind of crawled his way into our hearts, and he did, and he showed himself. And uh, you know, you can't be mad at someone that long when, especially when they prove themselves and fix their wrong. You know. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, man. What's up, Turner? I hope you're doing good. I hope Dutton's doing well, man. Oh my god, I talked with, I talked about Dutton with I won't I talked about Dutton for like an hour with Eunice last night. Yeah. I'll yeah, have to I talk said, to you guys when we get off here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'd to, love to, to sit, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But like, hopefully he's listening, man. Um, you know, dude. Like, you're. I was just throwing it out there. He's one of us, man. He's a three six guy. Like, we love all of our three six guys. You know. So I, I, I will say, Dunton, uh, without going into detail and stuff, uh, I because I looked at it from from a from from a distance of you went through a a whole a whole lot of shit, man. Like it was not easy on you at all, but you uh, went through it and and you survived. But you definitely had it harder than most of us, and that's real talk. So if you're listening, Dunton, um, I didn't know you that well, but I saw what you went through, and uh, uh, I hope you're doing well. Summer for dude, Dallas. fucking um, summers, man. You know, summers had a rough go, like. You know, there was just these guys, man. You know, it happens everywhere. And it happens, you know, people talk about kids getting bullied in school. And, you know, it doesn't really matter where you're at in life. The shit happens. And, you know. He 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 might have went through some shit that I couldn't have been able to handle. I mean, I don't know. But 
Well, dude, our fucking battalion colonel, like, butt stroked them in the fucking head. Yeah. Yeah? Can you imagine that? Dude, he went through the worst of the worst, dude. They could make a movie about, (laughs) like, what happens to fucking Marines that might be whatever. Dude, you know, like that that surfing movie, The the Never-Ending Summer? Is that Matthew McConaughey or some gay? Um, I, no, I think it's just a surfing movie. I don't think anybody famous is in it, but it's like I don't think endless, probably seen it's like endless summer or something like that. And um, sure, yeah, we sh- we could write a write a movie about, dude. Like, here's the thing, man. Um, I don't really care like how big of a piece of shit you are. Like at the end of the day, you know, especially you know we're going to be celebrating this shit a week from Friday. You know, we we all went through it, and unless like you're a big time piece of shit like Pimienta, right. you know, yeah, man. Yeah, Pimienti, if you're, if you're listening, fuck you. Fuck and I hope you, you love the prison yeah. you're li- living in, you fuck. And yeah. White is laughing at your ass right now, you fuck. You bitch-ass motherfucker. Not only that, you fucking did the same shit to me you did to White. You pulled out that gun with the fucking clip halfway out, like it's some kind of fucking joke, like it's some fucking cowboy. Hey, look what happened, you bitch. I hope you fucking think about that every single day, and I know you are. So fuck you, Pepper, Pimienta. Anyways... Yeah, I second all that fucking. Yeah, so, like, unless you're somebody like that, right? right. Like, there's, <laughs> right? That's just a total, f- shouldn't even be around anymore. But, you know, we still got love for you. Um, I hope everybody knows that, man, because there were those kind of quirky dudes that are a little off. And, you know, man, like, you're, you're a brother, you're one of us. And, um, yeah, yeah, we, we, we ain't forgot about you. I think this is a pretty good podcast. I'm really happy about this one. I hope it's a really good one, it. man. Really yeah. good, man. Me and you talking and shooting the shit usually is really cool. Yeah, it was. I think it feels real good for me, man, because I've just I've been so fucking busy, you know. And you so seem more lighthearted of, since we talked. We seem more lighthearted yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm sure, like, if when I go listen to this uh, Monday night or whatever, I'll I'll hear the hear the change, like hear the progression. You know, it definitely happened. It definitely happened because. You, like your your barrier of just being pissed and stuff just went away, and like we're just talking like we were back back in the day in Iraq. Hey, I want to ask you a question real quick before we sure, get out of here. We got, like, we got three minutes, and this actually came up with Provost. So, Provost and I, and I actually texted him, you know, because we were fucking boys too. And I said something. I was like, you know what was weird, and um, I'm like the fact that like you and I were so fucking close. I was like, I said, you were my motherfucking homie, like, especially with spades because he was my spades partner. We just fucking wrecked bitches. And uh, I said, and we literally never hung out outside of a deployment. Like when we were stateside, me and that mother, we fucking never hung out. I said, me you neither. were like, <laughs> I said, you were like my deployment friend only. <laughs> He's like, I know. And I regret that shit. And I was like, well, and to be honest with you, it's probably in your best interest to not hang out with somebody like me. He might be dead, yeah. <laughs> right. right. But like, so did you have anybody that uh was like you hung out with, you got really, really close with on deployment, and then after deployment, like stateside, like you never fucking hung out with them? That's a great question. You have to give me a second on that one. Just give me a second. I know we got three minutes or maybe two minutes now. Uh I mean, I talked to Eunice, I said. Me and Eunice wasn't very close, but I respected him. This is as far as I'll go because we only got so much time. I told I we talked, I said, me and you weren't very much very close, but I said I respected you because he said he lost his temper and he's this huge dude and stuff. So I was like, I'm just not gonna fuck with him. And we respected each other. And I was this big muscular dude, you know, he respected me, you know. And that's just the way it was. It was a nice even thing. And we never chilled out outside of base uh, at all. I mean, I can go in further, but we only have so much time, but but now, when we're talking at night, man, I just feel so good about that, dude. We, 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 it's just, it's just nice. Yeah, dude, I, I, he's an awesome dude. You know, that kind of takes it to even another level. I mean, we can pick this up next time, but it's like going beyond to like dudes that you're super close with now that you weren't when you were in. Right. It's like a whole another like rabbit hole thing to get into. So yeah, I'm gonna like have Eunice, to do like, exactly. yeah, exactly like him. I'm going to have to start doing like what you did, man. And like, write your questions down. Cause those are pretty awesome. It helps. I'm going to do yeah. it too. And you know, you know, I'll write mine down. You write your down. It doesn't mean I have to do all of mine or all of yours. Well, you know, we'll yeah. just bounce back and forth, you know? 
That's a good idea. But, Let's do that. Yeah, I'm going to make it a point when I think of something to actually write it down because I can't fucking remember it, man. I got yeah, so much going on. Dude, me neither. And <laughs> I got Adam Gray brain, though, so it's different. You're just a busy yeah. motherfucker. But uh, it's different, though, when we have a guest, though, you know, we want to hear what yeah. they have to say and stuff. But we'll still have a backup page, you know, to fill the air. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. So, all right, man. That was awesome. I loved I guess, it, actually. I guess, uh, I guess it's that time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Tales from the Core. Please like, download, and share. We'd also appreciate a five-star rating, and we love you guys. We really like this one. We hope you did, too. So you know what time it is, motherfuckers. It's liberty. We set you free. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>